Okay, um, Stacy, we good to go? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, we've had a, a few roster uh, moves since we last spoke, so um, you know, a couple of players out, a couple of players in, uh, and uh, we're still below the limit here. So there could be. Um, you know, there's obviously going to be personnel movement here through the course of camp, but we'll you know see how that goes. Uh, moving forward, so you know we're uh, you know anxious to start working with the players that we brought in, and and um, uh, so we'll just we'll have to see how that goes. Um, you know the uh, COVID uh, rules and so forth are obviously um, changing. Uh, you know it seems like every day we get uh, some type of new memo or um, uh, notification. Um, about something, so um, you know, we'll just take that as it comes, and and um, whatever it addresses, you know, deal with it. Um, you know, recently we've uh, seen the changes in the pro scouting policy and workouts and so forth. So, um, you know, it's a little different than what it's been in the past, but uh, you know, we'll adjust to those. It's good to, you know, have uh, something you know solid to work with there now, and then um, we'll see how it it goes with the. Uh, colleges, we've, you know, I would say anticipated that this was a possibility. So uh, we've had to uh, spend a little time talking about our college process. We uh, modified that in the spring, of course, uh, because we weren't able to go to spring practices and that kind of thing. There weren't any. Uh, so, uh, but that's just part of, uh, you know, the time that we're in and, and the adjustments that we need to make. And um, the First team practice is today, so we've had um, you know endless um, Zoom meetings, uh, then in-person meetings, uh, walkthroughs. Um, you know, since training camp started, uh, some individual drills the last couple of days, and then you know today uh, will be the first opportunity we get to really have any um, you know speed, full speed, or high tempo uh, team drills. So. Uh, you know, that's good. I think we're all looking forward to that. Um, we'll, I'm sure we have a lot of work to do, uh, both coaches and players getting back into, um, you know, coaching at that level and certainly the players playing and reacting at that level and so forth. So uh, this will be a good good experience for all of us there. And um, that's, that's kind of where we're at here. Um, you know, we'll get through the weekend and then uh, start padded practices on Monday. So uh, that will be another phase in the – the ramp up process, but um, you know, I feel like we're, you know, taking those steps as uh, as we're allowed to take them, and the players are ready to to move forward um, at the appropriate time. So, um, you know, we'll continue to do that, and just as I say, take it as it comes. First question is Andrew Callahan, followed by Phil Perry. Andrew, hey, good morning, Bill. How are you? Good, Andrew. How's it going? Going very well, thank you. Um, I, I want to go a little off the wall here, just in terms of historically, I know you've taken your seats and moved them to different position groups, and obviously that's taken place here this year with, with several guys. What is the process of training your assistants when you're taking them from a position of comfort and knowledge to, to something new in order to kind of reshape your staff? How do you coach the coaches there? Uh, well, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that's a great question, uh, Andrew. And, um, you know, first of all, I'd say every situation is a little bit different. Um, but also, you know, coaches don't 
they specialize or focus on a certain position, their area of responsibility, but they're also aware of other other things, uh, whether it's on the other side of the ball at the complementary positions, uh, you know, wide receivers, defensive backs uh, type of thing, or whether it's adjacent positions. Um, so that's, you know, linebackers to D-line or that type of thing. So uh, I think there's a the, – the move isn't – you know, maybe quite um, as monumental as, as what you think it is. It's hard to coach one position uh, without knowing what, what the guys beside you are doing or if you're a back, not knowing what the line's doing in front of you or uh, not knowing what the guys across the ball are doing. So I, I think there's certainly a, a buildup of knowledge there. And in some cases, it brings a little bit of a different perspective than if you've just coached only that one spot uh, and – you know, the opportunity to coach something else and, and see, you know, what's going on around it or how those units, um, you know, work together or work against each other, depending on if it's the opposite side of the ball, uh, that, that can be valuable too. So, um, you know, ultimately it's the staff on either side of the ball or special teams meshing together and uh, making sure that the communication assignments and all that are consistent so the players are, you know, getting the same thing and it all fits together. Um, but, um you know, specifically, you know, each person's responsible for a certain area, but uh, certainly the more that they can know, understand, and even be able to coach uh, other positions is, is valuable too. And when we do group drills together, like putting the uh, line and linebackers together or the linebackers and defensive backs together or the tight ends and tackles together or um, the running back and the line together, then the more that those coaches can know uh, what's going on with the – those adjacent or complementary positions, then, uh, you know, the more effective they can coach and, and the better the drills and, and the information is to the players. Thank you. Yep. Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Bill, I uh, wanted to ask you about how practices have gone so far, especially for quarterbacks, because obviously with the, the spring being uh, eliminated, essentially, and you guys trying to kind of condense what would normally be the spring and early summer workouts into this time period. Is there anything you can do and your staff can do to try to maximize the time you have to just get more reps in? Have you found that you can get multiple quarterbacks throwing at the same time? Are there, are there anything or is there anything that you can do indoors in the facility during meeting time to kind of stimulate reps? How, how can you try to maximize the time that you have with these guys based on the fact that you've lost some time uh, early in the year. Right. Yeah. Well, again, I think it's all relative. So, you know, whatever time we have, same amount of time everybody else has and vice versa. So uh, we try to use our time as efficiently as possible. And, you know, to this point, um, for all positions, it doesn't really matter um, which position you're talking about. You know, the pre-snap, line of scrimmage, and initial, uh, let's say, assignment, um, I mean, we've, we've had an opportunity to go over that uh, extensively, and I, I feel pretty good about where we are there. What we're missing is the things that happen post-snap uh, and the you know, fundamentals and, and uh, execution of our assignments uh, at a high tempo with contact you know, against a quality opponent. So um, those are the things that we haven't done, nobody's been able to do, uh, and so we'll – you know, start that process uh, really today, Sunday, and then 
uh, next week with pads uh, is when we'll be able to hit those uh, with some, I would say, you know, solid um, experiences for the players and, and hopefully progression. So we're, you know, we're about as far as we can go in terms of walkthroughs and calls and, you know, communication and all that. Uh, but, you know, the, the speed of the game post-snap and what happens uh, once everybody starts moving, uh, we've seen some of that at a slow pace and been able to coach to it to coach it to a, a certain degree, but certainly nothing like the way uh, it's really going to happen. So, uh, and then also we're missing all the, uh, you know, all the composite of football offense, the special teams, the defense, the special teams, the offense to a sudden change, and you know those type of things like that. That's, you know. Uh, obviously a big part of being able to function as a team uh, that, you know, we have on our, on our agenda and on our calendar, but we're just not there yet. Uh, you know, last night would have been our first preseason game. Uh, we even haven't even had a, a team full speed practice yet, let alone in pads. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's where we are compared to where we normally are, but that's not really relevant. What's relevant is, you know, where we are and what we can do now. So that's, that's what we're going to focus on. But, uh, we're just going to have to condense some of the things that we do in the first two weeks of training camp uh, to where we are now on August, whatever it is, 15th or 14th or whatever today is, um, and and kind of start that process now instead of back in you know July 28th or you know when it would normally start. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Right, next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Bob Sosin. Bill, uh, now that you've had a chance to have him in the building, I was just wondering what your early impressions are of Kyle Duggar and, and how he's done so far um, with what you've been able to do. Yeah, well, I think all of our rookies have, have worked extremely hard. Um, I mean, they're they're in deep water um, and turbulent water, and it's going to get rougher uh, just in terms of the volume and uh, the level of competition and, you know, becoming a professional athlete and, you know, the full – uh, day and the um, consecutive days that get strung together um, with very high demands, both physically, mentally, uh, and rest and recovery and all that. So, you know, I think all the guys are adjusting to it. Um, they're all working hard at it. It's a really hard working group. Um, they they haven't been any problem. They're just trying to do the best they can, but they're. Um, they're swimming, they're in deep water, and, you know, their eyes get opened every day as we, you know, move, you know, up in the process. And we're still a long way from, you know, anything close to real football. But we're doing more now than we did before. So, uh, you know, each day is an acclimation day and an adjustment day for them. And I think they're just trying to, you know, keep their head above water and, and try to, you know, swim or paddle in the right direction, knowing that they're, you know, not not really able to keep up, but they're doing the best they can, and they're way way ahead of where they were a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago. So, um, you know, a lot of progress there, but a long long way to go. But it, they're really all in the same boat. Um, it's a it's a hardworking, conscientious, um, diligent group that uh, just you know they, they have a lot to, that they're going to have to absorb, and we'll get a much better evaluation of where they are, you know, in the next you know week to ten days when when things start happening on the football field and, you know, it's, we start playing some football. 
Uh, next up will be Bob Sosi, followed by Ben Bowen. And I'll ask uh, no follow-up questions, guys. We're going to try to get through as many as possible. We only have about five minutes left. Uh, thanks, Stacy. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Bob. I want to ask you, kind of taking a step back to help get your team prepared for this point about two longtime members of your staff, Moses Cabrera and Jim Whalen. Uh, and your thoughts about how Moses had to tailor the workout program to all the players in their own individual circumstances, not having the team conditioning, and how a challenge. And then in Jim's case, the added responsibilities that he and the medical staff have during this period in the pandemic. Uh, how do you describe what they've had to go through and perform? Yeah, well, it's certainly been uh, different. And, um, you know, Jim is really our point person on uh, on all the COVID um, protocols and so forth. But, you know, we've all learned a lot and we're all learning uh, really every day. Um, uh, as I said earlier, some of the, the um, guidelines and protocols and, uh, you know, policies and rules that the league sent us are, have changed and, and we have to adapt to those. Some of it's just learning more about uh, as our football team operates through this period, uh, training camp, uh, different types of practices and, and different interactions and so forth, uh, what we need to do to make it uh, as safe and efficient and productive uh, as we can. And certainly everybody's level of comfortability is important here. So, um, you know, without that, then I don't know how much you, you really would get done if everybody's worried about um, other things and, and not football. So we've tried to uh, address all those issues so that everybody feels safe. They feel like they're, um, you know, that, that everything is in a, in a good place. They can do their jobs and, and focus on them. And, and so that's really what uh, organizationally we've tried to provide. Um, but, you know, Moses has a, a lot of experience um, in, in training and, and he's trained, you know, so many different types of athletes in different situations and with different equipment and so forth. So there's very uh, little that, that he hasn't done. And so whatever a player uh, in the off season, whatever that player uh, was able to utilize. And, you know, in some cases we could send him equipment that was, um, you know, small or, you know, uh, you, that you could you package and send uh, that type of thing that would be, you know, assist that player's training. You know, we did that as well. So, uh, you know, he's very creative and, and could tailor the workouts individually. Now that everybody's coming back together, uh, you know, we have more of a, a routine, but still each player is different. And certainly on a football team, it's, um, you know, you're training guys that are, you know, very big, very powerful, uh, you know, have one type of physique. And then, you know, you have other, uh, you know, the skill athletes that are, you know, 100 to maybe 150 pounds smaller, uh, faster, quicker, uh, that have a lot of different needs, plus, you know, specialists like quarterbacks and kickers and so forth. So it's a wide, wide range of training that a football team goes through. And, you know, we're very fortunate to have, you know, Moses, Duran, Johan, you know, all the people that work in the training and uh, development uh, department, Joe Kim, uh, you know, all those guys do a great job and have done a great job this year of adapting to the, you know, the conditions that we've been under. Thanks. Yeah, you bet, Bob. Ben Bowen, followed by Doug Kai. It's been I've seen him on the field. Just curious, your early impressions of Ken Newton and what it's been like to, to uh, coach him so far. 
Uh, yeah, well, again, as I said, we, we've done a lot of meetings, a lot of walkthroughs, a lot of information has been uh, transferred to all the players. Um, and he's worked very hard. Um, you know, I'd say as all of our players have. We, we have a, a, you know, a hard-working group. Those guys are, are ready to go. And, and uh, you know, we put in some long days, and, and they've been very attentive uh, throughout the process. And you know, I'd say that certainly for all the quarterbacks at that position, those guys have uh, been locked in, been focused, have, have worked extremely hard, all four of them. And, um, you know, when they all get in the huddle, there's, everybody has a lot of confidence in, you know, in what they're able to do and, and the information they have to give to the team, play calling adjustments, um, you know, audibles or, you know, protection adjustments, things like that. Like, that's, that's all gone pretty well. But, again, we haven't played, um, you know, at anywhere near the speed that we're going to be playing at. So we'll, we'll see how it all comes together at that point. But Cam's a hardworking kid. He really is. Followed by Mark Daniels. Hey, Bill. On the uh, on the Bengals situation from last year, how frustrating was that to lose a draft pick on something that didn't seem to have anything to do with the football staff? Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, you know obviously the league had a long uh, investigation on that, and but really we're just looking ahead, and uh, we have a lot of things in front of us here. Um, you know, especially you know getting ready for the season and all that. So. Um, you know, we've moved on and, you know, we'll deal with what's, you know, what, what we have to deal with in front of us here and, you know, it's just let everything go in the rearview mirror, move ahead. Our next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Megan O'Brien, and those will be the last two questions. Um, thanks, Stacey. Hey, Bill, hope all is well. Yeah, um, good, Mark. You've said, you've said in the past that this offseason was, was a little similar to 2011 with the lockout, with the, with the late start. And I was wondering, were there any lessons you learned from that offseason that you could take towards this summer as it pertains to newcomers and rookies and sort of helping them catch up? Yeah, well, we, we've had an opportunity to meet with and, and spend more time individually with the players, um, you know, than we did uh, during the lockout. You know, at, in that, at that time, we weren't even allowed to communicate with the players. So, uh, you know, at least now we've, you know, we've had several months of that. Um, you know, I would say the, the, the big difference really has been the, the way that this season has ramped up. Um, so, you know, everybody was here, but out of the building for a number of days and then, um, in the building, but, um, just training, not really doing, uh, football other than meetings and walkthrough, which are important. No, I'm not minimizing that, but, uh, and then, you know, to activity on the field to now for a couple of days of uh, call it phase three or OTA type activity. So uh, the ramp up's a lot different. In 2011, um, you know, training camp started, I mean, training camp started I and mean, we just went right into it. And, you know, the first day of training camp was the first day of training camp. So uh, we've had, you know, kind of almost three weeks um, to testing one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. Uh, so we've had almost three weeks of, um, you know, of, of being in some, you know, phase of ramping up. And that's, again, quite different from uh, 2011. But, you know, it's so the meeting time and the, and the opportunity to communicate information and ask questions and answer questions, all that has been much greater. Um, the opportunity to, to be on the field and uh, work on techniques and so forth was uh, challenging, I think. In 2011, we had, uh, along with a lot of other teams, you know, and that was a good year for us. I mean, we won the AFC 
championship that year. But um, we, uh, you know, saw a lot of soft tissue injuries. We saw a lot of injuries early in training camp. So we're, uh, you know, very aware of, of that experience. Uh, but with this ramp-up period, I think that the players are probably collectively um, I, th I think we have a lot of veteran players that have been through this who are ready to go, uh, but there are other players that you know were, are newer either to our team or to the league that have had a, a ramp-up period that's been beneficial to them uh, that, that they needed rather than just throw them right into the fire. And, and um, so I, I think that that part of it has been good. So there's some similarities and there's some differences, but uh, in the end, I think that this will... You know, it's a good plan. I think it's working, uh, and we've made progress to this point. We've had to deal with, you know, a number of changes and adjustments, but uh, it's probably going to be that way for, you know, quite a while. So um, I think we're used to it. Thank you. Yeah, My you're welcome. to those that still had questions. Uh, I had a hard stop at 8.50. It's now 8.52. So thank you very much, Coach. Okay, great. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Yep, thanks. Bye.